Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to Monday, the happiest day of the week. Because it means we've got a whole five days to spend together. Isn't that marvelous? Mm-hmm. It's a word I don't use nearly enough. Marvelous. Marvelous Monday? Mm-hmm. Uh, 888-900-3393. CPAC happened over the weekend. Um, uh, kind of a Biden meltdown happened over the weekend. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to, to see the implosion of Joe Biden. You know it's coming. I mean, sometime soon, they're going to, they've already said, guy's not capable of having sole possession of the nuclear codes. So, you know they know something's up. Uh, the Capitol Police Chief is claiming that the rioters who were who attacked the Capitol on uh, January 6th in the insurrection, the armed insurrection that wasn't armed and wasn't an insurrection, uh, they're apparently planning to blow up the Capitol now. Huh. Acting Chief of the Capitol Police said that members of the militias that rioted on January 6th are plotting... <clears throat> to blow up the U.S. Capitol building during Joe Biden's State of the Union address in order to kill as many members of Congress as possible. You believe that? Because mm. I frankly don't. I don't believe that. That's just, that's, show me the evidence of that. Anything to justify keeping those fences up, huh? Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't just throw this out if you don't, <clears throat> you don't have any evidence of it. Let's see the evidence. Acting Chief. Yogananda Pittman made the comments during her testimony via teleconference on Thursday at a House hearing about the Capitol rioting. We know that members of militia groups that were present on January 6th have stated their desires that they want to blow up the Capitol and kill as many members as possible with a direct nexus to the State of the Union, which we know that date has not been identified. I just... I mean, if this is Antifa, I could believe it. Even Black Lives Matter, a Marxist group. I, I, I don't believe. I don't believe that there's this plot. Based on that information, we think that it's prudent that Capitol Police maintain its enhanced and robust security posture until we address those vulnerabilities going forward. Also uh, important to maintain the 5,000 National Guard troops that are still protecting the Capitol through March, and some have said maybe through next fall. The department was not ignorant of intelligence indicating an attack the size and scale we encountered on. On the 6th, there was no such intelligence. Although we knew the likelihood for violence by extremists, no credible threat indicated that tens of thousands would attack the U.S. Capitol nor did the intelligence received from the FBI or any other law enforcement partner indicate such a threat. I'm sorry, didn't you just have to look at Facebook to see it? <laughs> Facebook uh, had plenty of people who planned to, to uh, uh, attack the Capitol. And so did Twitter. But there was no such indication of a threat it's just a lie. They're still trying to just blame this on the speech by Donald Trump that day. That's what that's what sent him into a frenzy. He's the one who ordered the whole thing. Well, just it just keeps going. Just 
absolutely incredible. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. President Trump, former President Trump, uh, showed up for the first time since the Capitol attack, and for the first time since he left office on Saturday, he was at uh, well Sunday. <clears throat> he did his speech at, at CPAC. Uh, he was he was the keynote speaker, and uh, here's some of what he said to the CPAC crowd gathered together there. Joe Biden has had the most disastrous first month of any president in modern history. That's true. Already the Biden administration has proven that they are anti-jobs, anti-family, anti-borders, anti-energy, anti-women, and anti-science. In just one short month, We have gone from America first to America last. You think about it, right? America last. Yeah. Uh, But what about a third party? You're going to start up a third party? Uh Uh-oh. You know, they kept saying, he's going to start a brand new party. We have the Republican Party. It's going to unite and be stronger than ever before. (laughs) I am not starting a new party. Mm. That That was fake news. There you go. Fake news, no. Fake news. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Let's start a new party and let's divide our vote so that you can never win. No, we're not interested in that. No. Hmm. Okay. So we shot that down pretty hard. Yeah, it was pretty definitive. Yeah, it was. And he's right about that, probably. You know, because there's going to be some Republican strag- stragglers, even if he does start a third party. And they're going to vote Republican and then you're going to split the vote and n- never win again. That... That would be quite unfortunate. Uh, here he is on whether he's going to run for president in 2024. Oh. You know, they just lost the White House, but uh, it's one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I may even decide to beat them for a third time, okay? <laughs> beat them for a third time. Beat them for a third time. Okay? All right. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Not a surprise, really. No. I saw a straw poll. The uh, CPAC straw poll? Uh, I don't know. Was it that? Yeah, probably that. He uh, won the straw poll, of course. Yeah, do you have the numbers? Because it was I'm looking for that. ridiculous. It wasn't uh, even close. I think it was single digits for everybody. Uh, I think Ron DeSantis was second. DeSantis was second. Yeah, and he was, what, maybe 20%? I'm looking here. Okay. Can't, I'm not sure. Anyhow, um, where he put that. And Trump was probably 64. It's, it feels okay. like it was. Okay, you got it? Of the CPAC attendees, 62% oh, said election integrity was the most important issue, followed by 48% constitutional rights uh, and uh, 35% immigration, 32% reopening the economy. Okay. All super important. Here we go. I got the 68%. Uh, Okay, so 68% said he should run for president in 2024, but he was the overwhelming favorite getting 55% of the vote. Santis was second at 21%. Okay. 55-21 then. There you go. So he's 34 points ahead Mm. at this point. Followed by South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem at four and Nikki Haley at three. Mm. That's a pretty wide margin. 
Christy Nome had a nice speech, too. Yes, she did. Yes, she did, actually. Uh, She's talking about how uh, South Dakota handled the pandemic. For those of you who don't know, South Dakota is the only state in America that never ordered a single business or church to close. Nice. That's great. And that, that's what you run on on 24. Mm-hmm. We never instituted a shelter-in-place order. We never mandated that people wear masks. Mm. We never even defined what an essential business is, because I don't believe the governors have the authority to tell you that your business isn't essential. Nice. True. True, Dad. Now, Yo. South Dakota schools are no different than schools everywhere else in America. But we approached the pandemic differently. From the earliest days of the pandemic, our priority was the students, their well-being, and their education. When it was time to go back to school in the fall, we put our kids in the classroom. Huh. Teachers, administrators, parents, and the students themselves were of one mind to make things work for our children. And the best way to do that was in the classroom. Mm-hmm. What? That's where you applaud. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Now, in South Dakota, I provided all of the information that we had to our people. And then I trusted them to make the best decisions for themselves, for their families, and in turn, their communities. We never focused on the case numbers. Instead, we kept our eye on hospital capacity. Now, Dr. Fauci, he told me that on my worst day, I'd have 10,000 patients in the hospital. On our worst day, we had a little over 600. Wow. I've never heard that be- before. I don't, I don't know if you agree with me, but Dr. Fauci is wrong a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Even in a pandemic, public health policy needs to take into account people's economic and social well-being. Daily needs still need to be met. People need to keep a roof over their heads. They need to feed their families. And they still need purpose. They need their dignity. Now, my administration resisted the call for virus control at the expense of everything else. We looked at the science, the data, and the facts, and then we took a balanced approach. Truthfully, I never thought that the decisions that I was making were going to be unique. I thought that there would be more who would follow basic conservative principles, but I guess I was wrong. (laughs) Ask yourself this question. How far will people go to enforce mask mandates? Once you start lockdowns, how long can you sustain them? Mm. Good questions. Uh, She she has been fantastic. There's nothing wrong with Christy, no. I, I would... Absolutely support her her running for president. Not sure I'd vote for her. I have to know more about where she stands on a whole bunch of national issues. But uh, she seems like a real freedom person, doesn't she? Yeah. She's all about liberty. She's all about the Constitution. She's actually followed the Constitution even when it got difficult to do. And that's hard. That's 
with getting the slings and arrows from everybody else who isn't following the Constitution. Uh, you're you're being accused of wanting people to die. You don't care about human life. Blah, 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 blah. And she stuck to it. She stuck right to her guns. She also uh, talked about what Americans should remember. Let's always remember America is good. Freedom is better than tyranny. We are unique. We are exceptional. And no American should ever, ever apologize for that. Yeah. Uh, so she was really good. Yeah, four uh, years from now, we're going to... Really good. Really need to hear that message, too. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because if Trump does decide to run, I'm thinking a lot of people are going to decide not to. So that's going to delay mm. Christy Noem's run, uh, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis... Ron DeSantis would probably like to see the president, former president, not run so that he can, you know, make a, uh, make a stab at it in 2024. But we'll see. We'll see. 55-21, that's a pretty wide margin. <laughs> and I know it's super early, but the further we get away from his, his presidency, the more we're going to miss him because of all the decisions being made by uh, the Democratic administration. Let me tell you about Built Bar. Uh, if you haven't tried these yet, what mm. are you waiting for? Uh, they are so good. Great way to eat healthier food. Uh, and still have really delicious things in your diet. Each bar contains only about 110 to 160 calories, 16 to 20 grams of protein, and only 3 to 5 net carbs. So... For sure, this will be the healthiest thing I eat all day. And they're delicious. They taste like a candy bar. They come in all kinds of different flavors. You could try a different one every day for, well, I think 18 days. I think they keep 18 in rotation. Uh, they're all covered in 100% chocolate. They're fantastic. Don't give up on any resolutions you've made to eat healthier. You can still do that. Built Bar will help you do that. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code PAT20 to get 20% off your next order. Promo code PAT20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Remember who won the uh, CPAC straw poll in 2016? Ooh, hang on. Remember that? I want to guess. All right. 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a to- Ted uh, Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is my answer. <laughs> Ted Cruz, followed by Marco Rubio. I almost. I was going to say that. Yep. Things hmm. have changed a lot, a lot since. Uh, how, how, how far does your list go there? Uh, Just those two guys. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, yeah. Not sure who's next. Because was Trump probably wasn't even. Uh, mentioned. Well, I, right? I don't know if he was. Yeah, I don't know. He was certainly running by that time, right? Yeah. What, what year did you say? Oh, 2016. I'm yeah. sorry. I he was, was certainly running. I heard something completely different. Uh, if Trump doesn't run, the straw poll goes DeSantis, 43%, followed by uh, Christy Nome at 11, mm. followed by Donald Trump Jr. at 8, Mike Pompeo was 7, Ted Cruz at 7. Wow, from winning it in 2016 to 7% now. 
Tucker Carlson, 3%. Mm. <clears throat> Josh Hawley, 3 and uh, Ivanka Trump, 3%. It's, I mean, the Republican Party has been turned upside down and on its ear by Donald Trump. That would be a heck of a tandem. I don't care which order. Christy Nome, Ron DeSantis, because mm-hmm. they are both very well spoken. Mm-hmm. They're both great on their feet, from what I have seen, especially DeSantis handling um, the the press, mm-hmm. bugging him with stupid questions. Uh, and they apparently love the Constitution. Yeah, so apparently. I just think that either of those two would would be good spokespersons for the conservative movement. And they're both. In the executive branch of their state governments right now. They're both governors. So uh, they understand what it takes to be an executive. In, in It's a, obviously much uh, smaller universe, but still, that's why governors win uh, elections more often probably than, let's say, House members. I can't even remember the last House member that won the presidency. Uh, 888-933-93. Meanwhile, President Biden was in Houston over the weekend. Oh, we loved having him here in Texas. Great. It's just so great to have him so around. Good. Isn't it great? Mm-hmm. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's talking about curing cancer again. Oh. As I know, America can do great things when we do it together. I know my family spent a lot of time here in Houston, by the way. At, hey, John Eddie, how are you, buddy? I didn't see you there. <laughs> And Houston, and Andy Anderson. John Eddie. When our son Bo was being treated for glioblastoma uh-huh. before he passed away. Just huh. yesterday, you I got saw a Bo mention. MD Anderson announced Good. his joint. He joined four. They joined four other major Joy. cancer hospitals to help break down the silos that make real progress in this effort difficult. Now they're sharing data and information. That wasn't going on no. four or five years ago. We're going to beat cancer. Oh. I know we will. When? I've said it before and I'll say it again. Sure have. There's just one thing, one thing I could be known for as president. I would be the and the president who, during his era, ended cancer as we know it. Okay. I'm all about that. Please do. Please do. But <sighs> seems like he's got other priorities, <laughs> like trans rights. Uh, he's got to take care of that, make sure that they're able to compete in sports against women. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Right. And you know, there's some priorities. Probably here. some jobs to kill, maybe? Yeah. Pipelines to shut down? Right. You might want to... Like 100,000 jobs, I think, so far, and, and counting. And there's kids that need to be put in cages, right? Right, right. And, you know... Got to open up those uh, those children's cages again at the right. border. In the border walls to, to, to stop, stop working, working on. on. Mm-hmm. So... So he's busy. You're he's right. Busy. There's countries in the Middle East to bomb. Oh, almost forgot there's about that. There's a lot that's more important... Than mm-hmm. curing cancer. Yeah, well, here's a reminder when he was on the campaign trail of what he promised to do. If you might remember yeah, if this. If I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. Oh. Well, uh, I mean, that's pretty definitive, right? Yeah. We're going to cure cancer. Yeah, and that's not the clip that I was hoping because the clip that I was hoping was the mm-hmm. one where he actually says, I promise you this. Then he says that. Yeah. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. So it was. This one, you just wanted more of it? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because the one I sent in had the word promise in it, which is very important mm. uh, to, to have as a part of what he said. He promises there will be a cure for cancer if you elect him president. wonder if it's in this. I promise you. Yes, it is. I promise you, uh, mm-hmm. if I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. I 
promise you, I promise you, we're going to cure cancer. Hmm. Pretty. That's powerful. Definitive. Yeah. All right. And do it. And then he last week, remember, he said, once we get through with COVID, then we're going to cure cancer. No, 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 bro. We've been told by people on your side of the aisle that this is a part of our life forever. COVID to one degree or another. Mm-hmm. So don't be trying to give yourself an out now. You promised. Well, that cure. I mean, don't put words in his mouth, huh? Keith. He, he just said this. I promise you. Uh, I promise you. Uh, I promise you. Uh, <laughs> if I'm elected uh-huh. president, yeah. you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. Okay. All right. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also had some things to say. Uh, he finished up in Houston. Uh, with this. He's getting on a plane. He told me last, he came in to see me last event. And representatives, uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli. Pinelli? Excuse me. Excuse me. Pinell? Pinell. And uh, And, what am uh, I doing here? I don't know. I'm going to lose track here. And uh, what am I uh, doing here? Mayor Turner, Judge Hidalgo. Yeah. See, this is what we were talking about. Cognitive dysfunction shirley jackson lee shelly no he said shirley i think he i'll said fight Shel- you over this let's All play right. it again play it again we're fighting go ahead he's getting on a plane he told me last he came in to see me last event mm-hmm. and representatives uh shirley jackson lee al green <laughs> Shirley 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 Sherry. excuse me you could almost go either Janelle, way but it might and, be shirley uh, what am i doing here Either way, he sucks. Still, I know that much. And, uh, That's just crazy. Uh, Mayor I, Turner, is, uh, Judge Hidalgo. Wow, he has no idea what he's doing there. Which is why he asked, "What am I doing? Who? Oh, what am I doing here?" Uh, I mean, seriously, where's the nearest ooh. Denny's for this guy? Ooh, wee. That is bad. Why? That's our president. Nuclear football is being carried by somebody else. <laughs> Congratulations, America. This is your boy right here. He won by 7 million votes, supposedly. Uh, this, supposedly. This is, uh, this is Keith math, but uh, that was day 39 out of uh, 1,461 that would make up a four-year term. <clears throat> day 39. <laughs> yep, there's a long way to go. There's no doubt about it. I mean, just think about mm. the past year, Right. how much he slid. A ton. A ton. I don't think he makes it through his first year. I really don't. First I mean, year. He might, you know, he'll be alive, I think, but he just won't be president. Hmm. I, don't, I don't I don't think. I mean, look at this. It's just, he doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't, those things are written down, right? That's in the teleprompter. You know it is. And he still can't get it done. I. <laughs> he's still calling people... Shirley Jackson Lee or Shelly Jackson Lee, whatever he called her. Uh, you don't know it's Sheila Jackson Lee. She's been in office, Joe, right. for a thousand years. Almost as long as you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. You, you know that uh, Kamala Harris, you know her favorite number. It's got to be 25, right? Isn't it the 25th Amendment mm, that uh, mm-hmm. would put her into power? Mm-hmm. Seriously. That could happen at any time. It honestly could. Any... St- you know, still got Dr. Jill Macbeth, hmm. McBiden, Dr. <laughs> Jill McBiden, who is pushing him from the back. I love it when you come up with these nicknames on the fly. <laughs> Dr. Jill McBiden. 
Let's start using that one. Yeah, that's good. We have to. That's, <laughs> she's she is hideous, and people love her. Isn't it nice to have a great first lady again? Mm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wow. I mean, that's that's one thing about Democrat first ladies as opposed to Republican first ladies. Let's just go back. You know, it, the, the 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 Democrat first ladies are. Very power-oriented. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking back here. We've got McBiden. Right. Got uh, Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. Hillary. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, see? There's a trend here. Sure is. But uh, you got to go back to what? Uh, maybe Rosalind before you get to a yeah, a- Democrat first lady that was a lady. Mm-hmm. So and wasn't trying to run the show. Wasn't trying to run the show. Mm-hmm. So then you got uh, the Republicans. Let's 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 do this. We got. Um, well, you had uh, uh, what's her face for Ronald Reagan. Yeah, that's uh, that's where my brain is stopping. Yeah, because yeah, she's kind of you know. <laughs> Nancy, yeah. Nancy Reagan. Yeah. You had Nancy, and then you had Barbara Bush. Right. And then we had because Laura Bush uh, Laura wasn't Bush. like that too either. You know, um, so Melania and Laura Bush were kind of the. And they were both great first ladies. Yeah, they you were, see what I mean? So. They were classy, uh, and people hated them both. No, I mean, they hated Melania more than probably any other first lady in the history of the nation. Inexplicably. I mean, they didn't even talk about... You had a super bottle in office, and all they could talk about was how beautiful Michelle Obama is. <laughs> Amazing. And then the first time you see her again... For an extended period of time, right around the inauguration, they start falling all over themselves again over her for no apparent reason. Really yeah. something. Yeah. The hatred for Trump, I just, again, they loved him before the office. Mm-hmm. They loved him. They were excited about him. And boy, if you think the hatred, which has been red hot against him, you think it's been something now, wait until he, if he announces he's running in 2024. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, in case you missed it, a recap real quick from CPAC. Uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, says, no way is he starting a third party, and he might indeed run again in 2024. Yeah, let's play, let's play what he said uh, on running for president again. The last Trump quote there. You know, uh, they just lost the yes. White House, but it's one of those things. But who knows? Who knows? I may even decide to beat them for a third time. Okay? <laughs> for a third time. <laughs> I mean, the crowd just goes nuts for him. Look at that. They love him. You know what? You know what's so great about that crowd? I mean, look. Yes, they're excited, but they're not wearing masks. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Most of them aren't. Yep. You see an occasional mask? Well, the security's wearing masks around the stage. Yeah. But I love to see the crowd like that. And if they are wearing a mask, it's pulled down below the mouth and the uh-huh. nose, which does absolutely... What do you even have it around your chin for? Well, you keep in your chin out of the... It's like a, it's like a cafeteria worker. You're just keeping okay. the chin hairs nice. from your beard from falling into the soup. I think we all appreciate that a lot. Yeah. I know I do, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, if I would have gone, I don't think I would have worn a mask because it clearly wasn't expected. Nobody expected you to wear a mask, unlike everywhere else, hmm. pretty much. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Did you even know the Golden Globes were held last night? 
y y let me tell you how I knew about this. Okay, because when I woke up in the middle of the night, I saw these alerts on my phone that so-and-so won this and so-and-so won that, and I'm just like, swipe, 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 swipe. So it was the Golden Globes, you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. Big Golden Globes award night. <laughs> it was done uh, virtually, so they didn't even hold it in person. Uh, very socially distanced. And I guess the big winners were Nomadland. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. You've seen Nomadland, no, 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 or I you saw, saw that it won? I saw the notification okay. that as I swiped it away. Yeah. This pisses me off. Borat, subsequent oh, yeah. movie film. Oh, God. Oh, that turd. <laughs> uh, the Crown and Schitt's Creek are the, were the, apparently the big winners. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how else to say it. That's the name of the show. Right, that's the name of the show. It's the name of the yeah. show. And, and, and it, it sounds stupid if you try to say anything. It shoots Creek. Well, that's not the name of the show. <laughs> yeah, and it's S-C-H. S-C-H. Okay, right. right. And a couple of T's in there. Yeah. And, and what is it, how, how you say it best is um, uh, Hollywood just likes to rape each other, right? <laughs> well, and they're not raping each other. Right. They're out celebrating each other. Right, right. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but, but if anybody wants to get it back to normal... It'd be Hollywood, right? Yeah, because they want to get in close quarters again. You, you would, would think, think they would be leading the charge, right? They want to get back to the rape. Come <laughs> <Right>? on, <laughs> That's you stop would the think distancing. That they would be on sure would. Pat Gray returns. Got some tweets here from DMXDM. Look fat. If I call her Shelly, that's her, her, her. Where was I? Uh, lost my place. Uh, proud Mr. Graybeard, what cancer is Biden targeting? I think Biden is promising to cure the cancer of conservatism and Christianity that's and independent thinking. Good point there. Yeah. Shoot. From Batacath Care Booty Bumping Kit. <laughs> Wait, what? You know, Batacath Care. Why can I think it's a right for people that have Batacath Care? Me too. And uh, I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. How about that? Huh? Anyway, they're Ooh. talking about giving the nuclear codes to other people because they're not stupid. They see the issue, too, mm -hmm. even though they deny it so strongly. And uh, everybody, everybody says he's fine. Huh? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how fine he is. Oh, by the way, uh, as far as the Golden Globes, one more little note. Yeah. Apparently, Netflix uh, dominated again. It's interesting to watch because it used to be, well, it was the networks originally, obviously, and then it was HBO that dominated, and now Netflix dominates seemingly all of these award shows. They so had 42 nominations and won all the top awards, pretty much. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Something like a Netflix can appear in multiple award venues, yeah? yeah? Yep. With shows and movies now. Yep. And they won for TV. They won The Crown, took Best Drama. You ever watched The Crown? I watched the first season, but I haven't seen it since. Uh, oh. It was actually pretty good, though. Uh, What's it about? The Crown. Really? Yeah. It's, a, it's about British royalty from about 1930 on. Oh. And, Does and, it, wait a minute. 1930 uh -huh. on? Yeah. I still got many seasons to go here uh, with Downton Abbey. But uh, does it kind of pick up uh, right after that? Because I'm in 1920-ish. I don't know when Downton Abbey is. But yeah, late teen, <clears throat> World yeah, War One. It I. picks up with Elizabeth, uh, you know, being a child at first okay. and then growing huh. into the crown. Sounds interesting. That was the first season. So a lot has happened since then, I'm sure. 
Uh, Josh O'Connor, who plays Prince Charles on it. Uh, Emma Corrin, who plays Princess Di. Gillian Anderson, Margaret Thatcher. Oh, wow. They get it modern times, huh? Yeah. Mm. Uh, the Queen's Gambit won Best Limited Series. And Schitt's Creek, the pop TV <laughs> sh- series that found a wider audience Shoots on Netflix. Creek? Yes, Shoots Creek <laughs> won the best comedy. So, okay. if you're interested, that's what happened in the uh, stupid Golden Globes last night. Stupid Golden Globes. Uh, I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even know it was going to be on. I just saw that there were winners this morning and mm-hmm. thought, oh, hmm, huh, huh. I'll bet that had crappy ratings. Right. We'll find out tomorrow, I'm sure, but I'll bet you that'll be the lowest uh, lowest rated <laughs> award show ever. And it was all done remotely. <clears throat> yep. Stupid. Everybody in their own place. That's great. So everybody's sitting at home in sweatpants and stuff. <laughs> now, hey, that sounds interesting. Yeah, at least yeah. they didn't have to dress up in their tuxes and all that. Uh, all right, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Here's another uh, conservative voice in Washington to keep an eye on. Uh, Representative Byron Daniels, mm. or Donalds. Is it Donalds or Daniels? Donalds. Representative uh, Byron Donalds telling the truth about what's going on with COVID. Hey, good evening. Byron Donalds, member of Congress from the great state of Florida, Congressional District 19. And for our friends in the media, I do want to apologize. I actually left my mask in my office. Why do I bring that up? Because it's important that in our capital, we start talking about the things that are real mm-hmm. and not the things that are fake. Mm. You see, I already had COVID-19. The attending physician in this very capital gave me the antibody test last week. Mm-hmm. I still have it. I'm not spreading anything. I forgot my mask. The reality <laughs> is, if you have antibodies, you're actually okay. The other reality is, is that the President of the United States, the Vice President of the United States, the Speaker of the House, have all been inoculated. They have the vaccine, but they still wear their mask anyway. <laughs> the reason they do this is because Washington is accustomed to fan dances. Washington is accustomed to doing fake things that don't matter. Thank you. What the media will never tell you is, last year, $4.1 trillion was appropriated to battle not only coronavirus, Mm -hmm. but to get our economy back on track. A trillion dollars of that money still has not been spent. And in this bill that we're about to vote on in a couple of hours, Mm -hmm. only $500 billion goes towards either COVID-19 or money to help the American people. That's it. 1.5 trillion is waste. 1.5 trillion is going to pay for bridges in New York or underground tunnels in California. Things that have nothing to do with the coronavirus. I like this guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've rarely seen him in the past. Uh, yeah, but I hope we see a lot more of him in the future. He makes a good point about how fake DC was. I, I noticed over the weekend. Um, in close proximity to each other, the things to do was uh, the thing to do was to update your Twitter profiles um, with your uh, like Dick Durbin changed his to where he's wearing a mask now. Um, and there was <laughs> That's a, great. There was a, another congressman yeah. <clears throat> and virtual signaling. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who the other ones were, and then a congresswoman. That's but great. yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. the sincerity. Oh yeah, they're gotta, so sincere. We got to coordinate our virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. All of them changed to a mask. And Representative Donalds uh, had some more to say about COVID and the COVID relief bill and what's in it. One other thing I want to point out is that some of our Democrat colleagues on the other side of the aisle, they know it's wasteful too. But the reason why you're going to see them vote for this bill 
is because they don't want to have to run for re-election without the support of Nancy Pelosi and the DCCC. You see, that's real. That's what's actually happening up here at Capitol Hill. And my hope is that the Times and the Post and everybody else in the mainstream media actually report those facts. You see, the American people are being taken advantage of in the nation's capital. Hmm. They will tell us that 70% of the American people support this bill. But if you actually talk to Americans in their everyday life and you tell them that $1.5 trillion will never see their business, never see their pocketbooks, never go to address COVID-19, they would never support a bill like that. And that is why myself and the freshman members of the Republican conference are not going to support this bill either. It is time we speak truth in the nation's capital. It's time we get real in the nation's capital and not support radical, wasteful, wasteful and fake relief bills like this bill tonight. Thank you. I'll tell you why 70% support it. Because they're getting a $2,000 check out of it. That's why. Where's that? Well, the fourteen hundred dollars or whatever they're going to do to add up to two thousand. <laughs> uh, it's hard when when you're promised a big check in the mail. Well, yeah, you're going to be for that. I want, of course, I want that because you forced the loss, my financial losses, on me by making me stay home from work or actually losing my job or uh, shutting down my business for so long that. I, I can't even support my family anymore. So, yeah, yeah, you owe me that. You owe me the $1,400 because it's your fault. I'm not doing better than I am. It's your fault, government, that I'm struggling like I am now. That's why, that's why the American people are in favor of this, 70% of them anyway. Uh, it's not, that, that is not hard to noodle out. 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. We've been talking about this for quite a while now. Rough Greens is a powder that you sprinkle over your dog's food. So simple. But with that simple act, you're providing your dog with essential vitamins and minerals, probiotics, and omega oils. Basically all the stuff your dog needs to be healthier and happier. Most dogs love this stuff the first time they taste it. Mine certainly did. I know Glenn's did and Stu's. Mine won't eat her dog food without it. Uh, and then she gets a cute little uh, green beard after. <laughs> awesome. uh, so even picky dogs who wolf this stuff down when it's sprinkled on. Uh, the dry kibble food that, that our dogs eat has all the nutrients cooked out of it because they have to sterilize it in order to make it last a long time on the shelf. Sometimes, I guess, it can take your dog a little bit Uh, a little while to get used to rough greens so the first thing we want to find out is if your dog will eat it and love it like mine does so you can get a free bag of rough greens right now for your dog to try out all you pay is the shipping just go to roughgreens.com r-u-f-f greens.com that's roughgreens.com or call 833-ROUGH-DOG Gray is unleashed. Okay, we're gonna uh, see if we see if I can uh, tell why this couple was kicked off a Frontier Airlines flight. We're gonna yeah. do a little game here. Yeah. So the game is um, apparently a couple was kicked off of a Frontier Airlines flight. Right. 
And do we have the initial? Yeah. So let's just, let's just watch this. Watch them getting off the plane. Go ahead and play the video. Here. Okay. There they go. They're wearing masks. I want to point that out. They have masks okay, on but right now. Yep. But they're they're leaving okay. the flight. They're not gonna be able to fly on this. And it's my job to try to guess yep, why they're being kicked off. And it's a little tricky, I will say. It's not obvious from your vantage point. But can you figure out? Now they're Hasidic Jews, so I mean it could be, but we won't go there. Okay, so it's not that, because that was my first thought. Anti-Semitic. Yeah. Right. No, I don't guess. Well, I mean, it probably is an element of that. I mean, it's everywhere. Uh-huh. So. I'm having it all on tape. This is going to go all over the news. This is going all over the news. You're all going to suffer the consequences of this. Okay. 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 So somebody's yelling on their behalf. Suffer the consequences of it. Yeah. So the report is, Pat, unless you want me to let you guess, because it's tough. Did you see what the guy was carrying? I, I couldn't tell what it was exactly. He's carrying a car seat. There's an 18-month-old baby in that who was not wearing a mask. <clears throat> the baby wasn't wearing a mask. That's what's being reported right now. We're waiting for Frontier Airlines to address this. That's why they were kicked off, because the baby wasn't... W- Babies don't have to wear masks! We are in hell. You forgot that. Wow. <clears throat> it is... It's two-year-olds plus that need to wear the mask. Bro, I know. Are you kidding me? You're going to mask a baby? A baby will never put up with a mask on their face. If they're old enough to reach up and grab it, they're going to do that. When does this stop? I don't. Never. Probably never. It, it stops when when, when, when that entire plane no. load of people yeah. shows up and says, none of us on this flight are going to wear a mask. Are you taking us or not? Yeah. That would help. That would help. We're going to have to stand up to all of it. Uh, this is that's crazy. Oh boy, mm, my! <laughs> Do we have the very beginning where they say it? we must not have that part? Right? No, we don't have. They that start. Part. Somebody started that's, recording after, which is why I said it's being uh, reported. Uh, that I mean, can that be? I guess it can because we had another story like this, yeah. and it was right in their description of the mask wearing that only children. Two years old or older had to wear a mask. Two-year-olds don't have to. So, so here's the headline on New York Post, okay? Mm. Family ejected from Frontier Airlines flight, passengers <clears throat> say, due to maskless baby, who is 18 months old. Okay. There's no way you can get an 18-month-old to keep a mask on their face. And we've seen, though, how old was the kid? Remember that one couple? Yeah. And... And it was the same thing. I can't same remember deal. how old the baby was, but it was I think around that age. Right, around two. Yeah. Sheesh. And I think it said children above two had to wear masks. Something like that. That is crazy. Well, that'll be interesting. We need to definitely follow up on that and see if that sticks. Or if that was the case. Maybe they did something else. I don't know. Wow. That's just crazy. That is just crazy. When you're insisting that an 18-month-old baby wear a mask on a flight, do we know where they were going, how long the flight was? Mm. I'd love to see a baby I don't know. with a mask on who just leaves it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a well-behaved baby. Yeah. And uh, being trained no up way. for the uh, uh, state here. Uh, this is another report says 16-month-old baby. <clears throat> Either way. I mean, lots of reports, and they're all saying this. My goodness. 
Also, uh, from vaccine experts, apparently even after you get your second dose of the vaccine and you're totally, you're vaccinated now, okay, 95% efficacy. Uh, Elderly people should still not kiss their grandchildren, even if they've gotten the second dose of the coronavirus vaccine, according to an expert. Professor Anthony Harnden, Deputy Chairman of the Joint Committee of Vaccines and Immunization. Did you know there was a Joint Committee of Vaccines and Immunization? The JV, the JCVI. Oh, of course. It, we, if you had said it like yeah, that, the then JCVI. I would have been like, oh, oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah. That's right, the JCVI. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They said it may not be safe to break social distancing rules even after having two doses. Then what are we doing it for? <laughs> Why are we doing it if you're still not safe after doing it? Speaking on BBC Radio 4's Today program, Professor Harnden was asked by a listener whether he was allowed to kiss his school-age grandchildren. And the JCVI deputy chair replied simply, No. <laughs> you need to be really careful and remember that even after the second dose of vaccine, it's not necessarily 100% effective. At the moment, we still need to be cautious and obey the rules, and I don't think kissing grandchildren is allowed. I can't. I just I can't. Honestly, like what, That's what, what are why, we doing why it Why are we taking it? Why would you get a vac- vaccination then? I mean, you're taking the risk that you're going to get some of the side effects and then it's still not good enough. You still can't enjoy a normal life where you kiss your grandchildren. Plus, children don't usually pass the virus anyway. And that's another fact that we're ignoring that you shouldn't touch or kiss your grandchildren. Follow the money. I just can't believe that we're still doing this. It's been a year. It is March 1st, by the way. Oh, uh, I don't know if you realize that calendar flipped over to March first. That was fast. That goes by really fast, mm-hmm. and here we are. We are. So in what fifteen days we're going to be at the one year mark of when the lockdown started. Oh, just the two weeks though, just fourteen days to flatten the curve. That's all we need. That's all we're asking. You can do that, right? Fourteen days to flatten the curve. We'll be right back into. Everything we always knew and loved 14 days from now. Just the 14. You know what else happens in 14 days? What? We lose an hour of sleep, so that's going to be fun, too. Oh, geez, I hate daylight savings time. <laughs> what a waste that is. What a waste. What a... So stupid. Stupid, stupid thing. <laughs> yes, it is. So stupid. Yes, it is, but... I mean, we've got so many stupid things. I know. <laughs> we, we have one less hour to, to experience them. Yep. <laughs> More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Uh, 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Wow, the CNN fear-mongering is so despicable. Apparently, they found three QAnon rejects. Three people who used to be QAnon believers, and now they're not. And did this just preposterous segment 
on this tiny, minuscule segment of our society that's supposed to be this big, bad, killer organization trying to overthrow the U.S. government. <laughs> uh, Allison Camerata uh, did the interview with the uh, QAnon rejects, and she asked them, raise your hand. How many of you think we have a white supremacy problem on our hands? Who will back up our despicable narrative here at CNN? <gasps> all of you? What a surprise. You all think <laughs> that, that there's a white supremacy problem? Huh? What a surprise. Now, surely... We didn't check that out beforehand, right? Before no. we put you on TV, no producer asked you, hey, uh, do you think there's a white supremacy problem in our country? And you answered yes then, and so we made sure that you all agreed with our narrative. That couldn't have happened. <laughs> wow. CNN today makes MSNBC of yesteryear <laughs> look like it's Newsmax. It's... <laughs> Unbelievable how bad these people are. Uh, wow. Never thought I would see CNN get to such ridiculous and despicable levels. <laughs> and then they're mocking the fact that uh, who's the guy on the morning show, uh, news, the news morning show they have with Allison Camerata and sure. Todd something or other? Sure. Todd says to Allison, you know, I I turned on the other network and the and the anchor came out and said, what white supremacy? Where is it? As if that's some kind of preposterous statement. <laughs> I mean, CNN sees white supremacy everywhere they look. They're, I mean, white supremacists are lurking around every single corner to them. <laughs> it's just really uh, amazing to behold. Uh, Pathead Florida man, Rob, sent uh, this over to us from that school in Washington State. Oh, yeah. Uh, last week, we showed you that they were having the kids, kids in music class, play their instruments in these plastic containers. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like you might see at like a Little League softball game or Little League uh, you know, soccer game, parents sitting to keep out of the elements. And so oh, the, yeah, a little tense. No, you can put that picture back up because... Yeah, put I the mean, picture up. And I mean, that's... Here's... We uh, you zoomed in on, on a kid with a tuba. Kid. In one of those little stop tents. It. Just stop it. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Oh, boy. We are scarring these children. These kids already didn't have a chance in this insane world. Mm -hmm. The world was insane enough a year ago. Yeah. Now, I don't know how these kids recover from some of the crap they're experiencing. Yeah. And the fear-mongering going on with all of it. Uh, they're so afraid of coronavirus, and they're the least likely to get it or have any problems with it, really. I mean, if they get it, it's probably going to be a flu-like thing or a cold. Uh, and they're, they're frightened out of their minds to go back to school. And it's been proven that that's not an issue. Not an issue. It's not an issue to send the kids back to school because they're not super spreaders. They're not spreading it to themselves and they're not spreading it to teachers. And study after study has shown that. So, um, LA schools, how are they going back to class? Mm. Check this out. 
LA Unified School. There's never been anything like this virus in our lifetime. Often, it's hard to see the effects it's having on our children. Yeah. Has this conversation taken place in your home? Mom, I'm scared about going back to school. I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get you and Dad sick. Our scientists tell us there are three things we must do to stay safe. Oh, cool. Wear masks. Wear masks. No, okay. Make sure we social distance. And, social distance. and wash our hands. And wash our sure. hands. And, and now, you're fine. your school, with the help of Microsoft Corporation, uh -oh. has created another. Uh-oh. With what? Daily Pass. Your exclusive ticket for safely going back to school. I get a daily Each week, pass. you can schedule your free on-campus COVID test. The results are displayed in your huh. daily pass. And if you choose to take your test off campus, you can post the results in your daily pass. <laughs> and the moment vaccinations huh. are available, you'll right. simply be able to schedule yours for your oh. daily pass. Your daily pass, But Pat. the real That's magic great. is your daily health check. Magic. So as long as I have my papers, papers I should be okay. Every day. Here's the magic. And like magic, your entrance ticket appears. Oh, oh, oh. Look, you print it up. And then you just go to school with your magic pass. Here's Welcome your back. papers, please. <laughs> Welcome back. All right. So the bus driver had to scan Welcome the ticket. To and now the guy letting them into the school scans their daily pass because it's magic. <laughs> Heaven help us. We are uh, seriously. Wow. There's the dad picking up his daughter. There she is. I can't find her because everybody's in a mask. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, where's his mask? So how did it go? Right. She's in the Dad, car with the mask on. Oh, there. Admit, I was scared at first, <sighs> but then I felt so safe. Why? It was so good to be back. Thanks for <laughs> keeping me safe. I love you so much. Look, oh, they're bonding <laughs> over the magic of oh, the daily pass. That's great. If you just get the daily pass, your kids are going to love you. They're not going to love you, though, if you don't. Thanks for making me feel <clears throat> safe, Dad. By making a much bigger deal out of this virus than I should? You bet, honey. So wait a minute. You bet. Is the is the environmentalist <clears throat> lobby have they taken second fiddle to the um, COVID cult? I'm because not sure. Because we're printing up daily passes every mm -hmm. day. Yeah. How many kids are in the LA Unified School District? It's I think the biggest school district in the right? country. One or two. Uh, so there's a lot. There's a lot of kids. So in how there. many trees are having to die? Six six hundred thousand students. Okay. Uh huh. Every day. Those are 600,000 potentially pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the teachers do a daily pass thing, too. Of course they do. Sweet Lord. But, <laughs> but you know, you don't... We want you... And we're getting you tested every day. Every day! Is that... A, a, mm. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's perfect. So, are they, are they back in school then now with the daily pass? Have they passed the daily pass? And that's... They're really going to go back? That's how they're doing it. Because I haven't seen them back yet. Maybe maybe they just started. I, uh, man. But I guess that's what it takes to make the kids. And, of course, they're blaming the kids for being so scared when it's really, it seems to be the teachers' unions, doesn't it? Aren't they the ones that are scared out of their minds? Uh, we're not going back. We're not going back. You're trying to kill us with your kids' viruses that they're going to spread to us. I love this. I mean... Daily Pass, developed with support from Microsoft. See, back when mm. we were kids, <clears throat> you'd, you'd hear that little announcement before, like a PBS show, a kid's show, you know, mm -hmm. in cooperation with our partners at Microsoft. See, mm. now it's, uh, now, now they're letting your kids go to school 
with again I, I this should not be lost where are the environmentalists i mean mm-hmm. one of these times 600,000 every a day day plus teachers you know are doing this too so five days a week. How many trees have to die so that your kid can feel safe? You're talking about three million pieces of paper a week just for the kids. Three million. Unless they're putting printing it out into plastic, uh, into the laminated things. No. Then you gotta, that's even better. And, and notice what was so weird is that kid had a tablet. Mm-hmm. Wh- whatever happened to that QR code? Like, why, why, why does she need it on a piece of paper? I don't. Whatever, man. Well, because some of the poor kids don't have tablets, and so we can't discriminate. So everybody gets paper. That's probably why. Uh, That's great. That's great. Also, a uh, California woman's new ID has a photo of her wearing a mask. I'm sorry? When Leslie Pilgrim visited her local DMV, she never (laughs) imagined they would send her an ID photo with her wearing a face mask. (laughs) But... Uh, they did. Uh, the California resident who hails from Huntington Beach uh-huh. said that she had waited for the DMV employee behind the camera to let her know when it was the right time to take off her mask. When I got up there, I got to the front of the line. I didn't take it off. I got in front of the backdrop to take my picture. I still didn't take it off. Nobody said anything. And then the next thing uh, that anybody said to me was look into the camera. Mm-hmm. And then I heard a click. And then I realized... He'd taken the picture with my mask on. Mm-hmm. The employee who snapped the photo realized, I guess, their mistake and then took another one. And then she got both of her driver's licenses. Oh, she's got the other one now? Yeah, mask and non-mask. Probably had to pay an extra 35 bucks then, right? Probably. Let's see. Several days later, she got the driver's license in the mail. She didn't know she'd be greeted with her, with her mask-free portrait. Instead... Uh, Pilgrim saw her new $35 license, showed her wearing a gray mask that takes up more than half her face. Yeah. <laughs> what a stupid... So did, I, I bet they charged her twice. I bet she paid for two I of those. she did. Here's what, here's what stands out for me, Pat, and I love this is California here. She gets up there to get her picture. Nobody told me I could take it off. Yeah. You can't figure take that out, but... the damn mask off, mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you... It's perfect. Everything's perfect. We yeah. are. Don't wait for anybody to tell you to take the mask off, whether it's at the DMV, the grocery store, your freaking car. I am seeing that so much here in Texas, Pat. It drives me nuts. Yeah, if you don't take your freaking mask off, you're never going to have the opportunity to take your mask off. Mm-hmm. You've got to do this. And then you're going to empower somebody else that sees you at Walmart without a mask on. And the next time they show up, they're going to go without a mask. And then somebody's going to see them. And they're going to be like, oh, I'll go sans mask this time, too. Before you know it, more people are without a mask than not. And the people that are feeling the shame are the ones that are wearing the masks. That's the only way you're going to do this. You can't wait for permission. Nobody told me I could take my mask off. It's not that day's not coming. Okay. Uh, grandparents can't even kiss their grandchildren after getting the vaccine. Twice. Both doses. Yeah. Yeah. So, there oh, you go. Nobody told me I could kiss my own flesh and blood. Yeah. Maybe you should use your noodle and do a little research into how desperate the problem is with grandchildren passing on the disease to their grandparents. 
Pretty much uh, not an issue, I don't think. Pretty much not an issue. So, uh... <laughs> I'm telling you, man. We just keep going. If, if you're sitting around waiting for your governments to give you your rights back, mm-hmm. you're never going to get your rights back. Remember where these rights came from. They came from God. They weren't loaned out to you by some bureaucrat who, by the way, time after time after time aren't following the same edicts that they are throwing on you. <sighs> that should tell you everything you need well, to know right there. They don't have to. They're, they're elite people. No, they're better than we are. That's, they're better than we are. That's what they want you to yeah, believe. They don't, have to. they don't have to follow the guidelines they give and, us. We're the little people. You know, little people can't make their own decisions. You don't you don't really think we are capable of that, do you? And our actions are showing them that that's exactly what we believe. Absolutely. All right, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, let me tell you about Omega XL. Uh, these stories are giving me a pain in the uh, buttocks right now. <laughs> but if your pain is somewhere else, and one of your joints or your muscles, stiffness, and ah, it can be nasty. Uh, like the pain I had in my elbow that just radiated down the rest of my arm, and I couldn't lift anything with my left arm. Um, Omega XL is what can give you your life back. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research. It's got the omega fatty acids that that stop the inflammation. They have what's basically an off switch for inflammation. And then once the pain, once the inflammation is turned off, then the pain goes away. Now, maybe you've tried NSAIDs, the uh, non-steroidal over-the-counter uh, drugs that don't help, the uh, topical rubs that don't help. They certainly don't for me anyway. Try Omega XL. After a week, I was starting to feel better. They recommend about two weeks, two to three weeks when it builds up in your system. It only took a week, and I was I was much better. And after two weeks, the pain was gone. So to get you started on getting your life back, when you order one Omega XL bottle, we'll get you a second one for free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or you could call 800-844-4888. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, tune somewhere. To, to somewhere. Flat. Tune into some. Okay, say, say it like this. Here we go. Okay, here. I'll feed your lines. Here we go. When, wait, we need the... No, nah, it's, it's over. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't want to do this now? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm over it, when I think. When you need rock. Uh, when you need rock. I told you I was over it. Tune into... <laughs> Flap Jackson in the morning. <laughs> Traffic and weather together. Uh, all right, we got Kara 3022's uh, tweet here. Uh, 14 days to flatten the curve. This has been the longest two weeks of my life. Yeah, yeah. And then the LA uh, Unified School District ad, uh, sister, Sisterhood of the Wandering Slug <laughs> tweets. Did you notice the ad opens with the opening chord of the Soviet anthem? Whoa. I did not. Whoa, let's, let's play that again. Yeah, sort of. He's never been anything like that. <laughs> Do it one more time. That's pretty soft. That's a little too soft for the Soviet nation. I mean, I want to be there with you. Yeah. That's, I just can't get over I that. I mean, it's maybe the opening chord 
weakly played. Uh, <laughs> one more time. It's. Not going to give her that? I mean, All same right. sentiment, obviously. <laughs> yes, but, yes okay. obviously. Uh, from Stitch Jones, 108 million daily passes. No, yeah, 108 million daily yeah. passes per school year just for students. Look at that. Yeah, that would be uh, 600,000 daily passes per day, five days a week. Yep. And whatever the semester is. About 18 weeks for each semester. Okay. Times two. Uh, wow. And and there you there you have 108 million. Think of the trees. In LA, they're not thinking of the trees? Crazy. Uh, Relentless Daring tweets, who did Bill Gates steal the daily pass idea from? That's <laughs> Xerox. Oh, he stole it right from Xerox. It was their <laughs> idea initially. Printing <laughs> up no copies was. <laughs> uh, chewing the Jeff with fatty. <laughs> tweets the paper passes are a means to an end they'll yep. start with them yep. until the enviro commies demand chip implants as an earth-friendly alternative uh, is that far-fetched not, not at all in the least uh, not and at all you remember how they used to sell the uh, chips and like uh um sex offenders child molesters right mm-hmm. and everyone was like oh that's cool we want to know where they're at right yeah well now you're, you're going to go to these parents. This is exactly how he's absolutely right. Yes. It's going to start off with, well, it, it's more convenient, and we don't have to kill the trees and whatnot. And plus, as a, as a, as a mm-hmm. double effect here, you'll know where your kid is at all times, so that's helpful. Yes. It's and, like the digital angel thing. That's yep. what their deal was back then when they wanted to implant the chip in you that, you know, if you passed out or whatever, this could call 911. It would send them your vital signs. All these things available in this chip that... Also held your credit card information, your banking information. It's so convenient, so easy. And uh, we can also track every movement you make. And, but it will keep your kids safe if they're yeah. ever kidnapped. We got their GPS location right there. And never mind the kids. I mean, it's it's the brain-dead sheep adults in this country mm-hmm. that are wearing the masks in their cars because we we, we look at this car thing right but we look at this and we think i will never get there look how bendable this population doesn't take much at all Mm -hmm. they're wearing their mask they're celebrating their vaccinations i'm in the process i'm gonna try to get together several of these there are people online like there's this one one lady that the pat heads had fun with this weekend she she puts on a a a ball gown to go, it's a big event for her to go and get her vaccination. To put on a ball gown. And to oh get a my gosh, Pat, the thread itself would take up an entire <laughs> segment of this show of how, oh, they just called the person to my left and they called the person to my right. I'm coming. It's almost my turn. And then she goes back there and she's got like, I've got matching earrings. Do you think this goes with this? Blah, 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 blah. She's got a picture of the actual uh, shot being administered. She's Unreal. like, I can't wait for the second dose. And there's people like this. <laughs> really? This is the thing. Why would you be that excited about it? That's because bizarre. they want to move up a level in their cult club, man. Wow, that's bizarre. It was first it was let's social distance, then it was masks, now it's vaccines. It's you don't think mm-hmm. people are gonna line up around the block. You think it was an Apple store giveaway. How many people are gonna be, oh, I want the convenience, I want all the I want it my my the chip in my wrist. These people they, they, they are leading the way mm-hmm. as far as our um, being 
totally and completely submissive to this government. Like and lambs to the slaughter. Whatever the government wants, man. It's amazing. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I can't wait to... to ball gown to get a vaccination. Oh, this lady. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Mm. She's obviously troubled. Seriously. Yeah. Troubled in her head. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's scary. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, what killed Officer Sicknick? Do you know we still don't know for sure? Mm. Now, surely they did the autopsy when this happened, right? Why are they not releasing the information from the autopsy? The family wants to know. America wants to know. But they won't do it. Why? I suspect it's because it proves the guy was not killed in any way, shape, or form. He died of a stroke. That's what his family thinks happened, but they're not sure. The FBI continues to explore uh, any sort of murder uh, charge. They're tr- they're looking for a potential assa- assailant who maybe sprayed bear spray or mace at him, and they think maybe he had a reaction to that. Meanwhile, the family continues to say, we believe he died of a stroke. Well, <laughs> this is the year 2021. We don't have to guess. It's not 1862. We can, we can ascertain what the cause of death was was why don't we release that information we got to demand that they release this information and then let the chips fall where they may uh because it's despicable for weeks we were told it was a fire extinguisher that hit him in the head and now it's been what two or three weeks since we found out that was absolutely not the truth but we don't know what is the absolute truth because they want to continue This scam of saying that he was killed by the mob. They want desperately to be able to do that because the mob, guess what? Didn't kill anybody. Some in the mob got killed or died of natural causes, but no one was killed by the mob. Doesn't make it right what they were doing with the vandalism. Just makes it not an insurrection in my book. Uh, 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Unleashed. Some tweets here uh, from Circle Back Better with Preston. People are so conditioned that they wear a mask, just like it's the same thing as wearing a shirt. It's a fashionable article of clothing. The other day at Ace Hardware, staff and most customers were maskless. It's the little things. Hmm. Uh, From God, Guns, and uh, Coffee, Costco specifically tells you not to remove your mask when they take your picture for the ID. Ah, brother. <laughs> okay. My mask, when I wore them, says, this is stupid. <laughs> so my Costco ID, which I will not renew, displays how stupid this thing is. Yeah. Crab Monster tweets, my kids have not been deprived of grandparent time for one second of this nonsense. Good. Except when one, of, one set of grandparents got COVID and had a stay away, so we didn't get it from them. I feel so bad for all the people living in fear. Tobin for Pope campaign. And when it comes time to manufacture the China virus daily pass chip implants, who will actually produce them for us? Oh, right. Uh, China. (sighs) Ain't that the truth? Yes, it is. 
Uh, there's no question about that, right? I mean, obviously, it'd be China. <laughs> since we don't manufacture much here anymore. Oh, the book of Revelation is coming into focus. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Sorry? What was that? From Sabes84, <laughs> uh, this came in during Black History Month, which oh, yeah. was yesterday and, and days before And, that. of course, they give um, blacks the smallest month, I'd like to point out. <clears throat> We're going to recognize you, but you're going to get the one with the fewest dates possible. Right. Our president said black people are too stupid to get online during Black History Month. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's a Very good true. point. Saves. Indeed. Then we got this uh, that was sent to us a while back. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a race. It's a race seminar from a while back. I love those. I think it was Netroots. We're thinking 2019, maybe because nobody's wearing be, a mask right? here. Because I think they did it virtually last year. They haven't had this year's one, so it's got to be 2019 or sooner. But somebody sent this to us. Because we were pointing out all of these um, ridiculous, hateful, racist comments made toward white people. It's, uh, and this is pretty crazy. This is up there. This is uh, Ashley Shackelford. All white people are racist. That's what the (laughs) title of her thing is. I really want any white person in the room to know up front that this is what we're dealing with, that it's not going to be this coddling of white Mm. tears and what that looks like. We're not going to discuss, oh, maybe some of us have worked it out. No, you're always going to be racist, actually. So even when you're on your path to trying to figure out how to be a better human being, um, because I believe that white people are born into Nazism. And they're just sitting there for it. Wait, wait, wait. White people are born into Nazism? People of color and black folks being dehumanized, that actually everyone is dehumanized off rip within white supremacy, that y'all are born into a life to not be human, and that's what y'all are taught to do. You pause it for a second. (laughs) You all are born into being not human. Oh, I believe white people are born into not being human. <laughs> and <laughs> is that, if that's not the very definition of racism, I I don't know what it is. And pay attention to there is her, no racism if that's not it. Pay attention to her easel oh. there back behind her where it says all white people are racist. Oh, by the way, though, I'll take your money. There's a way to, to, to send her money through PayPal. She's got that up there on the board, too. Wow. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I want to send her money to continue this. All right, let's see the rest of it. This is incredible. into a life to not be human, and that's what y'all are taught to do, to be demons. <laughs> PayPal. So in You're this particular demons? way, yeah, we're demons. people are all yeah. racist. <laughs> she just throws that out like so nonchalantly. You, you're all born into not being human. You're demons. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Boy, if I were a demon, the things I would be doing in this room right now. <laughs> Nobody raises their hands and says, excuse me, you're, you're classifying, every, you're stereotyping every single person of a race. How do you not just Of leave? the majority race. Leave. And, and we're all racist just because we're white. That's unbelievable. That is... <laughs> Wow. But, <laughs> but she's not canceled. No, no. Right? She's no, not canceled. Think she's about fine. This. Somebody had you to see her that. presentation or see her speak <clears throat> somewhere and thought, you know what? We need her. She would be dynamic. This this lady. This. We got to get yeah, her. Can we get the I hate all white people lady? She's speaking truth to power, man. Let's get her on. Let's, let's get a bunch of white people in here to listen to how, what demons they are.
that they're not even human. They're subhuman. And here is my PayPal, by the way, in case you like what you hear today. <laughs> wow. What kind of self-loathing white person would send her one penny? Who would do that? How were there any white people in that? You know yeah. what? No, no. Back up, Keith. How was there any person whatsoever? Because there were a couple of black people. How's there any human being left in that room mm-hmm. two seconds into that yeah. diatribe of hate? Right. Shouldn't have been. There shouldn't have been a single person. And they're just sitting there, just blah, 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 just enjoying themselves. Who I knows? Mean, that's probably the worst example yeah. of racism I think I've seen. Uh, maybe ever. <laughs> that is really something else. Yep. Jeez. Hello. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's it's subtle, right? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you have to go, mm-hmm. what did they mean by this? I mean, that was pretty obvious. You're a right. demon. You're born to be not human. <laughs> you're born into obvious. Nazism. I yeah, mean, right, right. That was pretty, pretty <laughs> clear. Meanwhile, uh, on the other side of the spectrum, you can't get away with that kind of stuff. Uh, in fact, you're going to be canceled if you do virtually anything. So... We thought we'd uh, we haven't played <gasps> this in a while. Oh, so let's let's spin the wheel okay. and play wheel, wheel of cancel. Show. Wheel of Cancel! Here we go, okay. All right, we made it clear it's the Wheel of Cancel. your host, Pat Gray, and that other guy. Okay. Uh, All it's, right. It's like the extended version dance mix or yeah. something there. Yeah. Uh, story number two, Pat, number... on our Wheel of Cancel today. Story number two. Uh-huh. Oh, well, what do we got? All right. Uh, Dr. Seuss, canceled by Virginia School Systems. For uh, Read Across America Day. Oh, that's fun, right? You yeah. Get the kids to read all across the country. Yeah, at the but same you don't time. want them reading the very racist Dr. Seuss. I'm sorry? In Virginia, apparently, they don't like green eggs and ham or Dr. Seuss. <laughs> uh, Theodore Giesel, was it Giesel or Geisel? I can't remember, uh, has been dropped from the annual Read Across America event, a national day to encourage reading. Dr. Seuss books have long been a staple of the program. In fact, they were. With uh, Barack and Michelle, right on this very oh, on this very day. I'm sorry. Wait. Yeah, because they. You have photographic evidence of what you speak. I believe I do. I believe there's something uh, with Michelle Obama actually reading Dr. Seuss to kids in a classroom with the cat in the hat. Mm-hmm. We do have a picture mm-hmm. from back during the Obama days where Michelle is sitting there reading to the kids. And with the picture the, looks hey, a little hey, something yes! like that. Good. There you go. <laughs> So not okay. so not canceled then. No, but, but canceled, canceled now. now. What has changed? Yeah. Dr. Seuss, a major supplier of content for television and film, through characters like The Grinch, mm-hmm. Cat in the Hat, Horton hateful. Hears a Who, hateful, hateful, is banned because his books allegedly have quote strong racial undertones unquote according to the school system. Uh, they said that they'll look toward books they believe are more inclusive and diverse and reflective of our student community. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, come on. What? Name me the questionable racially undertoned Dr. Seuss book. What about uh, the Sneetches? They have stars on their bellies, right? Some have stars on theirs and others don't. And it's all about not discriminating against people just because they have stars on their right. belly or don't have stars on their belly. That's all about 
not being discriminatory toward people who are different than you. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, he was a big supporter of FDR and the New Deal. Oh, my gosh. They're canceling one of their Democrat own. Well, I like it when liberals <laughs> eat their own, so maybe this is a good thing. Hmm. All right, let's spin the wheel. Oh, spin it again. Here we go. Okay. Wheel Yo. of uh, cancel. cancel. I got the music, by the way. I, that, there it is. Okay. All right. And, well, Pat, story number five. Boston uh, Public Schools have suspended a test for advanced learning classes. They're concerned about the program's racial inequities lingering. Uh, Selective program for high-performing 4th, 5th, and 6th graders in Boston has been suspended Due to the pandemic and concerns about equity in the program, Superintendent uh, Brenda Caselius recommended the one-year hiatus for the program, known as advanced work classes, saying the district would not proceed with the program for new students. There's been a lot of inequities that have been brought to light in the pandemic that we have to address. There's a lot of work we have to do in the district to be anti-racist and have policies where all our students have a fair shot at an equitable and excellent education. Apparently, a district analysis of the program found that more than 70% of students enrolled in the program were white and Asian. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly in proportion to the population! (sighs) Even though nearly 80%, okay, I guess not in this particular school district, Mm Supposedly, 80% of all Boston school public students are Hispanic and black. Okay, well... And that might speak to the stability of the family, right? Right. It could speak to a lot of things. Um, When the government tries to replace fathers, mm -hmm. then bad things happen. Yes, that's true. And and it does have residual effects. Can we revisit Dr. Seuss for a moment? Is that... Mm -hmm. Are you ready to do that? Because I found some more information. Okay. So uh, his cartoons portrayed the fear of communism as being overstated. <laughs> Finding greater threats in the House of Un-American Activities Committee and those who threatened to cut the United States lifeline to Stalin and the USSR, whom he once depicted, he once depicted Stalin and the USSR as a porter carrying our war load. Cancel Dr. Seuss. Yeah, go ahead and cancel you know what? Screw That's him. actually a pretty good thing. Good. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Good. I withdraw my objection. Yep. To canceling I'm Dr. Seuss. I'm burning all of my Dr. Seuss books, in fact, just, just for good measure. All right, let's spin the, oh, wheel, spin the wheel of cancel. One more time. Oh, oh, oh and boy. See where we land. I really gave that thing a spin. Here we go. And it's story number four, which is actually a rant about the, cult, uh, the cancel culture from Bill Maher over the weekend. Bill Mark takes on the cancel culture. Some of the things he says, a little bit iffy, but he this is yeah. pretty solid, mostly. Check this out. And finally, new rule, liberals need a stand your ground law for cancel culture. So that when the woke mob comes after you for some ridiculous offense, you'll stand your ground. Stop apologizing. Yes. Because I can't keep up anymore with who's on the <laughs> list. <laughs> Now, lately, Republicans have been trying to appropriate the term cancel culture. 
yeah. to describe what happens uh, to them when they get a just comeuppance for actual crimes. Such and as? this muddying the water is unfortunate because cancel culture is real, it's insane, and mm. it's growing exponentially, and it's coming to a neighborhood near you. If you think it's just for celebrities, no. In an era where everyone is online, everyone is a public figure. It's like we're all trapped in the hills have eyes and Wi-Fi. <laughs> Take Mr. Emmanuel Cafferty. He is, was, a San Diego gas and electric worker, but he got fired because someone reported him making a white supremacist hand gesture oh my outside the window of his truck. <laughs> but he's not a white supremacist, he's Latino. Wow. And he wasn't making a hand gesture, he's probably just flicking a booger. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Is this really who we want to become? No. A society of phony, clenched <laughs> avatars walking on eggshells, always looking over your shoulder about getting ratted out for something that mm -hmm. actually has nothing to do with your character or morals. Mm -hmm. Think about mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. you've ever texted, emailed, searched for, tweeted, blogged, or said in passing. Yeah. Or now, even just witnessed. Someone had a Confederate flag in their dorm room in 1990 and you didn't do anything? <laughs> you laughed at a Woody Allen movie? <laughs> Andy Warhol was wrong. In the future, everyone will not experience 15 minutes of fame, but 15 minutes of shame. And 62% of Americans say they have opinions they're afraid to share. 80% hmm. of Americans, young, Old, rich, poor, conservative, liberal, white, minority, all hate the current atmosphere of hypersensitivity. Yeah, everybody hates it, and no one stands up to it. Because it's always the safe thing to swallow what you really think and just join the mob. So if someone asks you if Justin Timberlake owes Britney Spears an apology for not being a perfect boyfriend when they were teenagers, just say yes. Easy. As Justin did, issuing an abject apology and then vowing to return sexy back to where he found it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you may be asking, why are we even talking about this now? Well, the New York Times did a documentary about Britney Spears. <laughs> really, the New York Times. What do you see the searing expose they have coming up on pebbles? <laughs> Oh, I'm excited anyway, about that. Anyway, in it, we find that out that good. teenage yeah. Justin hadn't become a perfect person yet. <laughs> and when asked if he had sex with the girl whose big hit was called I'm a Slave for You, said yes. What a <laughs> Although I truly believe any guy willing to wear matching outfits can't be all bad. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing enough right there in that picture. Yeah. Now, as for a song called I'm a Slave for You, mm -hmm. nothing. Is this some, is this some? The Mandalorian's Gina Carano is a person I'd never heard of and resent that I have now. She's some conservative wrestling chick who kicks on a show I wouldn't watch if I was in prison. And she made some Nazi analogy. Who doesn't these days? You're mm -hmm. like the Nazis is the new I don't like you. <laughs> it's always okay with Trump the Nazi. Yep. That disqualifies her for marching around planet who gives a in a helmet? <laughs> now, wait a minute. 
By the way, you can't work in Hollywood if you don't believe what we believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the 50s, that's exactly what the left complained they were being told. That's right. Uh, Yeah, mostly good stuff there. Uh, Amazing to have somebody on the left who is standing up to this nonsense. Pretty amazing. Yeah, my takeaway, though, is he has bad taste in television. Yeah, he the does. Mandalorian is awesome. And it's a great show. That just kind of unraveled show. the entire monologue. <laughs> it kind of did, Walker. yeah. Kind of hurt. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Keeps. If you've noticed your hair isn't as full as it was, um, it's not, and it's just not fun to, <laughs> to realize that. And so let's talk about some of the options. You can go to your doctor for a hair loss treatment prescription, or you could go to Keeps. From the comfort and privacy of your lazy boy or your couch, you'll get the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment, but Keeps offers the generic versions for about half the cost. And then one more thing, it's all online, so you don't have to go anywhere. Really convenient. Just go online and answer a few questions, snap a few pictures of your hair, and then a licensed doctor reviews your information and will recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped directly to your door. So... We'll even get you started with a really special deal. Go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Pat. Keeps dot com slash Pat. Get 50% off your first order of Keeps hair loss treatments. That's Keeps dot com slash Pat for 50% off. Keeps dot com slash Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, oh, we got to get to this LeBron James thing, because... Oh, no. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> what now? Agonizing. Oh, no. Agonizing. I guess some soccer player called him out, and he's pissed off about it. And uh, here's what he had to say. Some, the soccer player said he should stick to basketball and stay out of politics. Really good advice that he should have followed, but no. It's funny he say that because I believe in like 2018, he was the same guy who said uh, when he was back in Sweden mm-hmm. talking about the same things um, because his last name wasn't a certain last name that uh, he felt like it was some racism going on when what? he was out on the pitch. Um, uh, right? He did say that, right? Right. You don't know that for a fact? Yeah. yeah. I thought he was. I thought he said that. So. Okay. Um, well, if you thought so. I speak from a very educated mind. Um, <laughs> so. Um, I'm kind of the wrong guy to actually go at because I do my homework. Uh, apparently not a lot of homework because you didn't know for sure if this was the same guy. You had to ask somebody. Uh, but he speaks from a very educated mind. If you've ever heard him talk about all the people and the uh, who have died at the hands of police officers and the way he lumps them all in together and the way there's no difference be- among any of those, uh, you know he's not speaking from a very educated mind, and he has not done his homework. Not even close. And so many of these athletes are in the same boat. They think they know everything, and anybody who disagree with, disagrees with them doesn't have any knowledge of the situation. When it's exactly the opposite, that is agonizing. Boy, he... Uh, he's the worst. He sucks. <laughs> he does. Ugh. Yes, he does. It's coming into focus uh-huh. uh, why Stu Bergier doesn't like this guy so much, isn't it? Uh-huh. It's really come into focus over the last little while. Uh, meanwhile, Hyatt is in some uh, hot water because uh, Democrats are threatening a boycott of Hyatt hotels. Why? Tell me. 
because they hosted this CPAC conference at a Hyatt. Oh, that, so now so, okay. So now the the Democrats want to boycott Hyatt hotels. That seems reasonable, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently you can't hold any event. You can't have any people in your in your place of business if they like Trump. I, I guess is the new thing now. Here's what uh, Hyatt said though. We take pride in operating a highly inclusive environment. Uh-huh. And we believe that the facilitation of gatherings is a central element of what we do as a hospitality company. Hmm. We believe in the right of individuals and organizations to peacefully express their views, independent of the degree to which perspectives of those hosting meetings and events at our hotels align with ours. Our own values support a culture that is characterized by empathy, respect, and diversity of opinions and backgrounds, and we strive to bring this to light through what we do and how we engage with those in our care. In other words, stick it up your rectal cavity. There you go. There you go. Use all all these uh, liberal buzzwords Mm -hmm. from the start of that press release to the end. Inclusiveness. It's all there. Yeah, it's all there. That's great. Empathy, respect, diversity. Read the first sentence again. We take pride in operating a highly inclusive pride, environment. inclusive. I mean, they uh-huh. just That's, peppered that with their sure own did. language. They sure did. Threw it right back in their face. I love it. The hashtag boycott Hyatt began spreading on social media after users learned that Hyatt would host the event which some people alleged the company was endorsing by allowing it to happen at one of its properties. Asinine. It's just asinine. Will they stick to their guns, though? Mm-hmm. Will Hyatt stick to their guns and stick to that comment? Yeah, I mean, and that I was the so. whole thing all weekend long was liberals referring to conservatives as Nazis. I mean, I mean what else is new? But no, here's the, here's the Alyssa Milano tweet that got me. In other words, Hyatt is totally fine hosting Nazis. Oh, oh so okay, so I guess Alyssa is is good with uh, her president, who she's often with, groping preteens and mm-hmm. sniffing women's hair, and God knows what else. With and attacking the intern. Uh, an underling intern or whatever she was, that advisor back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's fine with that. Mm-hmm.